You're listening to the Fashion Ambition Podcast, and I'm your host, Natalie Robin. The Fashion Ambition Podcast is all about bringing you the tools and strategies to start and scale your business or career in fashion through conversations with industry experts who have been there and done that. Whether you're a startup founder or a new fashion graduate, or you just know that a career in fashion is your calling, we have an episode to help you launch. Make sure to keep up with new episodes by following the podcast at The Fashion Ambition on Instagram, where I update you on new episodes every week. You can also find my blog on Instagram at nomadandmode and online at nomadandmode.net, where you can find fashion tips and travel guides from how to pack for a six-month backpacking trip to the best places to shop in Paris. You can also find all of the links to the website and to connect with me and each of the guests in the show notes. So with that, let's get into the episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. So in episode 10 of The Fashion Ambition, I covered six things that I wish I knew when I first started a fashion blog. And I promised I would go through my SEO strategy that's geared specifically towards fashion writers, editors, and bloggers in that podcast. Um, And I've been using this strategy for a little bit over a year now, and it has consistently helped me rank on the first page of Google for my targeted keywords on those specific blog posts. So I specifically wanted to do a podcast outlining my strategy on this because I remember I didn't really have a clear understanding of SEO when I first was getting started. And a lot of the guides geared towards fashion bloggers that I came across weren't very in-depth. So they covered how to best optimize a blog post page um, in terms of choosing the right image size and making sure you were using the right header tags and mentioning your keyword enough times. But I found that there weren't many good resources that took it another step back from that and explained how to choose your keywords to begin with. And this is really the most important step because choosing the right keyword can really determine a large percentage of your traffic. And if you're not doing keyword research, there's a chance that there's actually no traffic for the keyword that you're looking for, and that's not never a good thing. So in this episode, I wanted to explain how I combine creative writing and strategy when it comes to ranking my blog posts. I know that creative writers or even sometimes professionals in um, journalism, they have, you know, that, that writing training, they have that research training, but they don't necessarily get the SEO training because it's still such a new strategy. So with that being said, I'm going to jump into the steps that I take in order to validate an article idea and make sure that the time that it takes to write an article is well spent. There are around nine steps to this process. So to make things easier for you to follow along, I also created an SEO for fashion bloggers checklist, which you can download for free. And the link for that is just in the show notes. So to jump in, the first step that I start with is to brainstorm relevant article ideas. So of course you likely have a running list going. And even though writing for SEO is a technical process, it doesn't mean that creativity needs to go out the window. 
Um, and from a brand standpoint, obviously, it's still important that what you're writing aligns with your brand messaging. So it's about brainstorming article topics as you normally would, and then finding keywords that you could potentially rank for. And I will explain how to figure out, um, you know, which keywords you can rank for, but there's a few more steps to go through first. So number two, um, and I think that this is just as important as finding the right keyword, but you also want to consider the ROI of the article you'll be writing. So you really want to make sure that you're getting the most, you know, bang for your buck and make sure that your time is well spent. So when I am about to write an article, I really consider, okay, what can this article do for my blog, for my business? How does it fit into my business model? So am I writing this article to get more subscribers? Um, am I writing it to simply get more traffic? Do I want affiliate revenue from this article? How can I incorporate this article really into my business model and my monetization strategy? So that is um, definitely something that I consider. And then depending on what my goal is for that particular article, I will either format the article so that you know it's optimized to get subscribers or to get you know ad revenue, et cetera, depending on what my goal is. So next, after I have an idea of the articles that I want to write and I've considered where they really fit in within my business model, um, the next step is to check the website domain authority of the, of the site that I'm writing for. So this will in part determine how competitive the keywords that you're going to attempt to rank for can be. So there are a couple of online tools that you can do this for free. So both of the platforms that I'll mention also have paid options, which you'll likely want to consider if you're doing this full time. So the platforms that I use and recommend are Ahrefs and Ubersuggest. I'll also link to both of these in the websites in the show notes. But if you go to either of those websites, you can check the domain authority of your website. And so domain authority, just to kind of give you an idea, is measured on a zero to hundred scale. And chances are, if you're writing for your own blog and you haven't implemented any sort of backlinking strategy yet, your domain authority will be very low and you will have to be more selective of the keywords that you target. But if you're writing for an established website, that website will likely have a higher domain authority and you will be able to be a little bit more competitive with the search terms, AKA the keywords you target. And as a general rule, I don't like to go under a search volume of 100 to 1500 searches per month when choosing keywords. So that's something to keep in mind as well. So once you have completed step three, the next step is to download the Yoast SEO plugin. So this is a plugin for WordPress, and I don't believe that Yoast is available for platforms like Squarespace or Wix, and you don't necessarily need it, but it does really speed up the process when it comes to ensuring that you've met all of the required checkpoints when optimizing your blog post. The way that it works is it shows up as a list of criteria at the top of your blog post, and as you're writing, it indicates a green, orange, or red circle to tell you whether or not you've met that criteria. 
So it just makes things a lot easier as it automatically tells you if you're missing anything while you're writing. Number five is to use, again, Ahrefs or Ubersuggest to do your keyword research. So once you've brainstormed a list of possible articles and you've checked the domain authority of your website to see how much competitive leverage that you have and you've downloaded Yoast, you are ready to get started with keyword research. And again, the two platforms that I use for this are Ahrefs and Ubersuggest. So the first step when you're doing keyword research is to search for the terms that you think would naturally appear in the title of the articles you brainstormed. So of course you want to choose keywords that align with your topics. And the goal is to find a keyword that both has enough search volume for it, um, for it to be worth, for you, worth it for you to write for, and also has a low enough SEO difficulty for you to be able to target it depending on the authority of the website that you're writing for. So it's about finding that sweet spot. And like I mentioned, in terms of search volume, I like to stay within 1,000 to 1,500 monthly searches. And the keyword difficulty will really depend on a few different factors, including your domain authority and the domain authority of the pages that are already ranking on the first page of Google for your targeted search term. So number six is to check the competitiveness of domains for those keywords. So like I just said, the keyword difficulty is also dependent on the domain authority of the web pages that are already ranking for your targeted search term or keyword. And there are a few different ways of checking this. So you can do it quote unquote manually by Googling the keyword and checking the domain authority of each of the top 10 ranking web pages for that keyword. You would then enter each of the domains into Ahrefs or Ubersuggest. Um, and if the domain authority is low, around 30, and that's if the domain authority of like one out of those 10 or more um, is around 30, I would say, or if you're writing for a high domain website, then I would go ahead and target you know, that more competitive keyword. But if the competition is a bit of a stretch for your website, but you still want to give that keyword a shot, you can also consider building your domain authority through your link building strategy. And link building is the process of getting links from other websites back to your own website. And this can be done by collaborating with other bloggers and doing guest posts and essentially just marketing your brand and your website. But it is a long-term marketing strategy, essentially. So it does take some time. Another thing that you can consider is targeting a long-tail variation of the keyword that you had in mind if it does prove to be too competitive. And long-tail essentially means that there are more words to it and it's generally also more specific. So for example, if denim shorts, so the term denim shorts is the key word that you want to target, but it's too competitive, a longer tail version of that would be denim shorts with pockets, for example. And the number seven point um, is once you have chosen your keyword, you are ready to write. So I know that there's quite a few steps before this, but once you do hit all of those and you've determined the keyword that you'll be targeting, you are officially ready to get started with your article. And personally, just to let you know a little bit about my workflow, um, I like to write my first draft in pages or a Word doc or a Google doc. 
and then I'll transfer it into WordPress. Um, and then I will use Yoast um, there to make any necessary edits and just to make sure that everything is properly optimized. The number eight point is to make sure to finesse your title and your alt tags. So once the body of your article is in WordPress and you've optimized that text with the right amount of keywords and header tags, et cetera, then the next step is to make sure that your title is properly optimized and that there isn't any sort of overset text in how it shows up in mobile or desktop. And Yoast will also indicate this for you if your title is too long or if your keywords need to be moved to the beginning of the title. Another thing that's important is to name your images with the targeted keywords and to include them within the alt tags of your images as well. Um, so Google picks up on all of these different elements so it's really important to make sure that you've covered all of your bases. Um, and this is especially important for fashion bloggers who typically have a lot of image heavy posts since our content tends to be centered around, you know, outfit content and photo shoots and editorials. And if you didn't get the chance actually to tune into episode 10, um, in that episode, I walk through how I approach optimizing photo shoot center centered blog posts so that they still rank for SEO. So you can definitely check that episode out as well, just to get a more well-rounded understanding of that in particular. So moving on to the number nine point, and that is to check your progress with Google Search Console. So once your article has been published for some time, and just in general, so check the status of your website and how it's doing and the terms that you rank for, you can check out your stats on Google Search Console. I would also recommend um, linking your website with Google Analytics if you haven't already. Uh, both of those are really helpful tools and Google Search Console in particular can tell you if you have any issues on your website, like if you have any 404 errors, 403 errors, or if there's any issues with mobile optimization, et cetera, et cetera. So once you have completed those nine steps, you're ready to publish and you can start marketing your article on social media channels. I hope that this episode has been helpful to you. Um, as usual, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at the fashion ambition. If you have any questions about this SEO process and in case you missed it, I did also create an SEO checklist, which is available to download for free in the show notes. If you want to implement this process right away, um, that's a really good way to do it. I find it's really easy to, or it's a lot easier to have a physical checklist in front of me while I'm working just to make sure that I don't miss anything. So with that all covered, I'll wrap up this episode. I really hope this was helpful to you. As always, send me any feedback or any questions at The Fashion Ambition on Instagram. And I'll see you in next week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the Fashion Ambition podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to leave a review. And if you got any great takeaways, I would love to hear your feedback. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at Nomad and Mode and follow the podcast page at The Fashion Ambition to be updated whenever there's a new episode. I know that I always learn so much from each of the guests on the podcast, and I would love to know what stood out most to you. So feel free to tag me on Instagram with a screenshot of this episode and let me know what you learned. Thanks again and see you in the next episode of The Fashion Ambition.